Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. As always, it's your host, Charles, and today we've got another great episode for you. So I'm going to be sitting down with Walt Season. He's actually an audio engineer. Today we're going to be giving you some tips on how to improve your audio quality. I feel like there's a lot of content creators out there, and what they're really missing is nice, clean, crisp audio. So I wanted to do this episode for you guys. But before we get into all of that, I do just want to give a quick shout out to my sponsors. The first is Roundly X. I've been using these guys for close to two months now, and it has been peachy. How it works is you link your credit and debit cards, and with each purchase, they round it up to the next dollar, and then invest that spare change into Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency of your choosing. It's very easy, very hands-off, very stress-free. It's kind of like the acorns of crypto and is another wonderful way to grow your stack. If you haven't signed up already, one, you're missing out on crypto. Two, you need to pause the podcast right now, head to the description, and sign up for an account today. The second is CoinFlex. These guys are really starting to heat up. You know, they've got the normal stuff that I talk about every single episode. They've got some of the lowest, if not the lowest fees in the market, depending on how much flex you own. On top of that, flex staking is now live and you will earn $10 USDT per thousand flex that you own per month. And finally, the moment we've all been waiting for, the bracket order competitions are now live. They are running. One ran last week. And going forward, they're going to be giving away $10,000 a day. If you haven't already signed up, you're late to the party. You can pause the podcast right now, head to the description and create an account and get ready for the next one. Like I said, they're giving away $10,000 a day. And one last thing before we get into this episode, they are also allowing you to create your own competitions, set your own parameters set the prize amount. I'm going to be running one sometime this week, hopefully, not exactly sure when. I'm going to be giving away somewhere between $500 and $1,000. Still need to get it all figured out, but you will only be eligible to trade in that competition if you are signed up with my link. So again, head to the description, create an account, get ready for these competitions. Now, let's get into the episode with Walt. So, Walt, before we get into kind of your side hustle and this audio editing that I really want to talk about, can you just give us a little background on yourself, who you are, what you were doing before you found crypto, that sort of thing? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm actually doing the exact same thing I was doing before I found crypto. Um, I've been involved in audio for a long time. I've been, a, I've, I'm a drummer by trade. And, uh, that kind of led into, you know, uh, through music, um, audio and getting into the nitty gritty of like what it means to, you know, mix live sound is, is kind of how it started as live sound. And that, that translates to then like 
getting into the recording aspect of things. And um, audio is interesting because it really, uh, it's one of those things that once you dive deep into it, there's there's quite a lot of um, like small details that, that are, you don't think about necessarily on a day to day, but then uh, they can really, in, they can really like shape how things really feel in the situation. And that excited me. So that's kind of how I got into sort of the audio world um, for the past like five years or so. I've been sort of focused on the music industry. Um, I worked at a video game company for quite a bit of time, about three years, and was able to touch a bunch of projects there doing music editing. And uh, after that, um, transitioned more into uh, sort of a client-based music situation. So uh, no giant big names. So it's not like I'm working with like, you know, uh, celebrities, if you will. Uh, but, but it's been a lot of fun. There we go. So sounds like you are more focused on kind of your day job, life outside of crypto. A lot of the people that I have on because it is crypto entrepreneurs, their whole business is surrounded uh, it surrounds cryptocurrencies, uh, but it sounds like this is more of like a side hustle thing that you do on the side. You help people with audio editing. Uh, and I think you're right in that there are a bunch of little nuances to it that a lot of people don't know about. Like myself, you know, I'll hop on when I edit my audio. I just take out the background noise. I make sure that, you know, my guest and I are at the same sound level. And that's pretty much it. And I know there's a lot more that can be done. Um, but can you just give us a little bit of, you know, your like audio editing side hustle? Can you talk to us about that a little bit before we really dive into the details of what people can do to make themselves sound as good as possible? Yeah, totally. Um, it, like I said, right now I'm working with, uh, on like more of a client for client basis on um, the client I'm with right now, it might shape up to be long-term, but I mean, it ranges from, it ranges from voice to yeah to music editing. It, it ranges into music recording. I mean, drums, guitar, you name it. Um, uh, editing is interesting because uh, it's so much more than just um, uh, chopping some stuff up and moving it around. Like you, when you really, I'm using editing in a broad term um, in this instance, but really shaping a, a, the sound of something is is quite a process. Like if you get into the the movie industry and how crazy that is like some of those um processes are just vast and just tracks and tracks and tracks of, of just random noises and sounds that fill up a scene in a movie um and i haven't really done anything in film um although video games would be similar uh, to an extent um the main difference with video games and film is the linear aspect is missing so it's non-linear in games and that's a whole nother conversation. We could talk about that for two or three hours minimum. Video games is a whole beast in its own, um, but a ton of fun in a different way. Um, so in terms of current current hustle, yeah, it's it varies. Um, and and I do I touch I touch quite a bit of uh, of industries. So like for example, um, we have a recording session coming up this weekend and um, it's a low key recording session. We're just doing some sample replacement stuff. And what that basically means is someone comes in with some software synthesizers that they've produced their music with. And what they want is, you know, actual instrumentation from that. And um, we get musicians to come in and play those parts. And then that's recorded in a high quality fashion. So um, there's a lot of like really odd jobs like that, that exist in music. Um, 
you know, that again, don't come to mind when you're thinking of music production. I think a lot of people are just like, yeah, you write a song and you go to the studio. and you <laughs> Yeah. No, no, no. It sounds like there are no shortage of different types of jobs that you can do as someone who edits audio. Um, you know, specifically in our industry, it's a lot of just audio recording, you know, podcasts, YouTube videos, live streams, that kind of thing. Um, so I kind of want to focus on that industry a little more. I know you have, you know, a very wide set of skills. You do a lot of music, you've done video game stuff. Uh, but just for, you know, my audience, I'm thinking about the people out there who have got the podcast, the YouTube videos, that kind of stuff. They're putting out content on Twitter. Uh, what are some things that they can do to really make their audio sound as crisp as possible? Yeah, that's, um, it's really important too. And, um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there that are, that are, you know, they, they sound good. Um, there's podcasts out there that, that like sound amazing and you can kind of like, um, like I was listening to, I listen. one of the podcasts I frequent is the Unchained podcast and, um, Laura has got a lot of good stuff going on for her in her, in her pipeline and her workflow to, to make her audio sound good. And I'm, if I was guessing, I'm sure she has like somebody editing for her or maybe she is doing the editing herself. Um, but, uh, basically there's, there's kind of like, there's like two stages. There's that, you know, there's that stage of recording. Um, we would call it tracking, but yeah, you're basically, there's that stage where you're taking in the audio, um, which is what we're doing literally at this very moment (laughs) right now. Important things about both stages. So there's important aspects of the recording stage and there's important aspects of the post stage, which is, you know, when we're after this podcast, after we're, we're done recording this episode, you'll do your thing. And, um, and, and, and you, and I mean, there's, there's the steps that you've taken, that you take to make your audio sound good. So there's like these two different like brains, basically, um, the recording brain, um, and even just to bring music in real quick is, is a lot of fun in a different way because it's very like fast paced and it's all happening right now. Um, and you, you can set up for it, but then you just kind of have to like let go of the wheel and, and it happens. Right. Um, part of that setup, um, especially uh, for just a podcast um, or a stream even, uh, a lot of that boils down to the hardware you choose. Um, to be quite honest, it's not, there's not much you can do like software-wise to, to improve the intake other than maybe like plug in here and there, which I'm currently not using. But um, for, for that first par- portion of recording, um, tracking, um, the hardware really is is kind of like the main thing, and it's not it's not like you have to spend a lot of money either. Um, that's kind of the interesting part of it. Um, the other thing too about the recording part, especially for podcasts or streams, is you can't always control what the guest or oh. other person on their side. You're telling me, man. I I have had some guests come on, and the audio is just absolute garbage. And then I don't know what to do after the fact because it's so bad to start that I like can't really clean it up um so thank you for bringing that up no it happens and it's totally and that's that's kind of to be expected and even in and i i I name drop laura's podcast because that that happens with her sometimes right where like you know her voice sounds incredible and then there's someone on a cell phone like driving and that happens like it's it's all good but um as far as what you can control um as a host or or if if you're doing a stream with people in the same room um 
I can and I and I can send you links too of like hardware and stuff, but just what comes to mind. I was like, actually gonna ask because I I myself have a blue snowball, I think is what it's called, and it was cheap. I think it was like seventy five bucks. Uh, but I listened to the first like three episodes that I recorded. I didn't have a mic at the time, and oh man, it's a world of difference. I was you know talking through my micro or my laptop mic for those first mm-hmm. couple, and it, it's just a world of difference, and it was less than a hundred bucks. Right. Totally. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of the thing is just for, for like a hundred dollars or less, you can improve your sound really quickly. And, um, of course, like I'm exposed to expensive, like industry standard microphones, like $3,000 microphones. Like I'm exposed to these and I'm also exposed to, you know, yeah, like the blue line of, of microphones as well. And they all, they all serve their different purposes. Um, the other, the other thing about those is those actually, um, also act as your audio interface. So you literally just USB, you plug into your computer, you tell your computer to listen to that microphone and you're done, right? Exactly. Uh, so uh, if, if, if someone wants to just have that set up, they can. And, and that microphone sounds great. It has a bunch of polar patterns on it. Um, it's a little bit of a deeper microphone, kind of gets sort of that low end of your voice. At any rate, um, those are great options for someone getting started. Like they're just fabulous, and I, I I wouldn't recommend anything less than that. Um, like you said, you you had recorded on your on your laptop speakers, and there's there's a lot of reasons why you know they're not going to sound as good. Um, and some of them are obvious, and some of them are you know technical. But <laughs> the only reason I bring this up is because I've had people reach out to me, and they're like, "Hey, I want to start creating content. I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I might do some YouTube videos." And they're like, oh, you know, Joe Rogan, the microphone that he uses, it's like a, uh, it's either like three or $700 or something like that. And I'm like, I don't know that you need to invest that much money at the beginning for something you just want to kind of try out. Um, yeah. And exactly. It's, it's just too soon. Um, y- you know, if you've got, if someone has like four sponsors and they're firing on all cylinders, yeah, you know, or, or if they just have money to throw at something fun and they really just want to spend the money. I'll, I'll, I'll drop, I'll drop microphones for those people too. Um, you know, just in case. Please. Right? Yeah, please do. I'm, I'm trying to get like a range of like beginner to a little bit more expert and like the prices. Cause I don't know many of them, you know, I bought mine. I've been using it for over a year. I've never had anyone complain about the audio other than it being like too quiet at the beginning, which I have since fixed. Um, right. so I haven't really done any research and I know you're the audio guy. So hopefully you can kind of walk my audience through the different price points and stuff like that. Totally. And you know, honestly, like I'll look at the blues specifically and maybe give you like my favorite blue mics. Cause that's, I, I would, I would highly recommend grabbing one of those just to start. Cause again, it's plug and play. Uh, and it sounds better than anything that anyone has at home currently, um, right off the bat. Um, there's also, there's other things you can do too, besides the hardware. Um, and this is sort of, I'm still kind of staying I guess a little higher level still. And one of those things is distance from the microphone. Um, there's like there and, and then the room itself that you're in. So um, a common a common thing that happens in some of the podcasts I listen to, um, and it's actually not yours, it's it's some of the others, that is that the room, there's just a lot of noise in the room, like a refrigerator's nearby or something, or the fan of the of the PC is just kind of buzzing. And um that's that's one of those things that like 
it just happens. It's life. Um, we're, we're, a lot of us are working from home and that's, you know, that's, that's the norm. Um, thanks to the technology we have allows us to work from home. Um, some things to combat room noise would be getting a microphone that has a cardioid pattern. Um, and what cardioid means is it's focused on um, what's right in front of it. And I know people are thinking, wait, don't all microphones just focus on what's right in front of it? And they actually don't. Actually, microphones that have different um, uh, focuses. Uh, I'm trying to use terms that people might understand, so I'm like converting. No, thank you, man. I, I really appreciate it because some people come on and they, they don't dumb it down enough. And I feel like sometimes the conversation is one over my head, two over my audience's head. There's you know, probably a couple people listening to each episode where you can really go as deep as possible and they'll love it. But I feel like for the general public, I really appreciate that you've kind of, you know, quote unquote, dumbed it down. Oh, man, I, you, you have you have all these awesome like traders on and they say all these crazy terms that I don't understand. Yeah, I'm see, like, I try to make it easy for everybody. I'm like, all right, I'm going to draw some lines and I'm going to like, <laughs> it's like, I got it, you know, but it's actually. It's cool to hear both, actually, um, to hear the technical terms and to, and to hear the dumbed down version sort of like side by side, because then it's like, OK, well, I'm learning something. I'm learning what some of these technical terms mean. Try my best. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I mean, and so do your guests. And it's awesome. Um, and I think it's cool because a lot of your guests actually like, um, you know, I think I think we're all we're all we're all young in our own careers and respective professions. And I think that there's something about that that makes explaining things a little easier, actually, because like I think some people like have just recently learned certain things in the last six years. Completely um, agree. Anyway, um, but uh, I mentioned distance from the microphone. That's kind of a big one. Um, um, so w when, when you say distance from the microphone, what's ideal? Do you want to be like right up at the microphone or do you want to be kind of distancing yourself because i kind of just sit in my chair my microphone's about a foot away from my face when i record the intro i do get up nice and close i don't know if you can hear a difference right now but you know i, I get up real close and it sounds real good so should i be you know right at kind of the pop filter or should i be kind of you know a foot or so back you're so I don't even have a pop filter. I'm so bad. I'm the audio guy. And I'm sitting here. I'm just talking into this microphone. Well, my, I, think, all I think mine came with one. I wouldn't have this if it didn't. Totally. And they're not expecting they're like 19. No, they're cheap. But at any rate. Yeah, no. Um, if you if, if I think the quickest way if someone has like a pencil or a pen nearby, um, they can just like hold it up to the microphone and just kind of like distance themselves from there and just use that. Um, I mean, I could there's there's math and people can every microphone's different and you know our vocal you know the frequencies that are coming out of our, our face are different so there's you know it's whatever I, I i would say like honestly the simplest way is just to grab a pencil or a pen that's by your desk and for the sake of consistency use that every time you start your episode um because here's the other thing there's a difference between this which is a foot away from the microphone and this which is what I've, I've kind of been around here i think and that was about three inches difference. Okay. Or four. And it's amazing what just like that can do in, and I'm kind of moving back and forth with like the type of microphone you have. And each microphone's slightly different, so it's not going to sound quite the same. But that's a good starting point, just like a pencil or a pen. And then, and then I would say like use that before every one of your recordings, just so that it's just consistent. Like there's something about consistency, like it, it's amazing. And 
There's another podcast I listen to and they have multiple hosts. And that's an interesting one because there's a couple guys that are like, they're right on and they're like, man, like here I am and this is my voice and I'm hosting. And then they'll be like, what do you think about that topic that we're talking about? And they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, it's fantastic. I can't believe it. And it's like completely different sounding because they're all just sitting differently from each other. Um, so there's something about consistency that like brings a quality level to your recording. There's nothing like capturing a quality recording. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. And yeah. these are just a tips that'll help that process um, out a lot better. I appreciate it, man. This is like what I go for on my podcast is I just want, you know, a couple tips that can help my audience kind of get started. Obviously, it's not going to be everything you need to know, but those couple jumping off points can really get them thinking, can get them started on the right path. So that's with recording. And then what about after the fact? Is there some stuff that you can do that's kind of just simple uh, to make it sound that much better? Yes, um, it depends on what people have available to them. Um, uh, anyone with a Mac can get GarageBand and, and use that. Um, I don't know if it's free still. Back in my day, it was free, but I think it's actually <laughs> now or something on the apple on the apple store but go ahead and buy it um and you know there's plugins you can throw on your on your recordings this is the part where i start to offer my expertise uh for sale to be like hey i can do this for you um even if it's just templating something out but in a nutshell i'll still throw it out there um if you're feeling if you're feeling frisky and want to give it a shot um <laughs> not that's not um impossible to learn how to do there's youtube videos and everything but in a nutshell um throw on a plugin on your insert um and you want to throw on first an eq um an eq basically looks at the frequency spectrum of your recording low to high um what you're kind of doing is like imagine adjusting the volume of just low and the volume high and it kind of balance it out uh, does that does that make any sense or are you are, it's like, <laughs> yes, it, I, I follow it. I just like I don't think I could put it into practice myself just because, you know, it sounds like it's a little bit more complex. Um, I'm trying to think just if there's anything else like I'm trying to think of my process right now. And like okay. I go I go through it. I'll upload my audio into Audacity, which is free. It's a free audio editing software. And there's like a couple things that I'll do to just like clean it up a little bit. For example, you can get rid of the background noise relatively easily. There's like a, I think it's just called noise reduction. You can look up a quick YouTube video. You just kind of highlight a spot that has some background noise in it. And then you can apply that to the entire piece of audio. And I don't know that it makes it sound you know, better or worse. It just gets rid of that kind of background noise that I'm working on. I guess it does kind of fuck with my voice a little bit, but at the same time, there's no like humming or anything. Cause sometimes my fan, like you're saying, will go off or, you know, you'll hear some banging in the background. Uh, so I'll use that. Uh, and then the only other thing that I'll use is that I do need to increase the volume. And sometimes there's these spikes where like, you'll hear like a clap or something. And, um, you can use the, I think it's just like the noise limiter or something like that. And so I'll set it at like a certain sound level. And so it kind of just, you know, gets it nice and tight. There's no like loud banging or like laughing or coughing or anything like that that really messes with the audio. 
Uh, and I don't know that I'm doing anything right. I'm kind of just playing with it myself. So is there anything like that that you can think of that like, you know, they can just do small little things to kind of make it a little bit better sounding other than this oh. plug in insert EQ that I don't really remember. Well, it's funny. I'm using again, I, and this is an example of, of, of different terminology, but what you're doing is, is what I'm talking about, actually. Okay. Um, <laughs> Audacity is rad for that because it's, it's, again, like you said, it's free. And if you have actually Mac and PC, you can use Audacity. Audacity is kind of, um, it was designed by audio people um, and it's simple. So it's kind of this combination of like some of its sort of, um, it, it's advanced and 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 simple at the same time in a really like, it's hard to explain. I actually don't use Audacity that much um, for that reason because I actually I look at it and it's so simple that I get confused. <laughs> I mean, like when I go to Audacity and I like look at all of the different options, there's a lot of shit going on in there. I use like maybe three of the 25, 30, 50 options that are available. Uh, and this was just like me Googling or YouTubing, you know, how to clean up my audio in Audacity. And kind of just yeah. cruising through a couple of them. But I'm sure there's like a couple things that I've missed um, because I didn't go through all of the YouTube videos. Um, so I was oh, wondering, you know, if there's fine. any small things like that. Yeah. And, and again, you're doing you're doing everything right in that regard as well. It's I'm it, it, if going back to like the GarageBand thing or the Audacity thing, as long as like as long as things I, I would say to make it a little bit um, like the workflow more, I guess, uh, streamlined it would be like EQ first um, then that that no, that noise suppression that you were talking about like room noise and all that and then and then limiting which is what you're referring to in terms of as those big volume spikes and like loud crashes and stuff like that if it's in that order um, that's kind of the main point I, I'm getting at but it sounds like I'm kind of on the right track then uh, and it really I just want my audience to know it does not take a lot of time like obviously once I like, you know, set it up in audacity, like it'll take a while to actually go through the audio and remove the background. It's like, you know, a couple minutes or something like that, but to actually just like do it really quick, it's an extra five minutes at the end of an episode after I've edited it. Uh, and it really does clean it up a lot and make it sound a lot better. Yeah. These are the things that matter. And if, if the recording was done in a, in a well uh, done manner with the, with the cardioid microphone, right distance from the microphone um those those things help this process better does that make sense to you i kind of wanted to like bring that back into the post part of things because what people have to do in the post-production side is directly affected by how the recording went yeah i completely agree like i'm thinking of you know certain times because i have my mic sometimes people on the other end of it have a nice mic i get it set up i look at my mixer in obs our sound are like, you know, when we're talking, they're both at around the same height. So I don't need to fiddle with any of like upping theirs and then, you know, to match mine. Uh, and so I'll just like drag through the whole thing and just increase it to get it to a certain level that, you know, sounds good once I get it uploaded. Um, and it, it, there's really not a lot of work if beforehand we get everything sorted. Cause you know, there's not a lot of background. I work at home, like you were saying, there's sometimes some background noise, but when there's not, when I'm alone in my home, I've got it set up where I think it sounds pretty crisp just starting from the beginning, talking into my mic. And when my guest has the same, it's very easy after the fact. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one other thing I'll add, um, 
to that post uh, side of things, um, after you're done, after after a person is done with their with all their editing, with all the all the people's audio, um, another thing that can really uh, sort of level up uh, the feeling of quality in a podcast or a stream or whatever um, is taking that WAV file that that you're that you're about to send to to, to your podcast. Kind of want to do like an A/B test. You can get another podcast audio, listen to it, and then bring yours up to the volume level of theirs um, using a compressor or a limiter. Um, that's just one of those things where you can kind of like match the quality bar of someone else. Find those, find those pieces that are like, wow, this sounds really good, and put it next to yours, and just try to make them sound the same. I mean, it, oh, does that make, does that, make- that that one hundred percent makes sense? Like I've gone through, I've listened to most of the cryptocurrency podcasts in the industry because you know i i hope that they do well and i pray for them that they do well but at the same time they're kind of my competition so i'm going through i'm trying to see what they're all about i'm trying to see how my audio stacks up to theirs and i very much like kind of compare and use their audio to better mine totally and it's not unheard of in the music industry like grammy award winning uh, mix engineers are constantly going to be listening to uh, what not their own music, but someone else's and they're and they're going to be and it's not to to compete. It's not to like you're not going to do something better than somebody else by turning it up louder. You know what I mean? Like there's things like that. that yeah, don't, that don't. It's just like, hey, what are my peers doing? Because you have to you, you know, the kind of the term like dress for the what is it dress for just for the um, position or the career that you that you want to be in, even if you're not in it yet. So it's kind of a similar mindset for for quality, like make your make your podcast the quality of, of the uh, of the of the elite. Yeah, of the, of the greats out there. Exactly. Yeah, Because that's I mean, why are we here? Right. If we're not achieving the best of our of our, of our abilities or at least trying to. I, I can't say that I'm there yet, but, you know, it's constantly evolving i'm trying to better myself and i think these kind of conversations you know it helps my audience a lot but it also helps me and you know it's crazy i i I have entrepreneur entrepreneurs on twice a week and i think i've learned at least one thing from every single one of them uh, and i get to implement it into my own business which is wonderful for me uh, and i hope my audience does the same yeah i mean i've i've definitely been trying my best to put into practice some of the um, thought process in terms of uh, in terms of crypto trading because it's not it's definitely not my priority it's not my focus but you know um, <laughs> it's been it's been cool it's been fun like I, I definitely like allowed myself to play around with some trading concepts even if I have no idea what I'm doing oh yeah <laughs> I mean especially some of the, like the guys who are killing it out there they'll they'll come on like I'm specifically referring to Sting or you know, quant or some of these, you know, PDF guys, they're way out of my league. I, I pretty much can't implement any of it. Like I'm not trading order flow or market profile. Uh, but there are some things just even in those episodes that I've been able to look for at least while I'm trading. So I'm glad. Cool mindsets out of any of these conversations, which is what I've just been trying to do. Cause I'm, you know, yeah, I'm definitely, I don't have the time. Um, I've, I've, my, 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 you know, biggest asset is my is my income it's that's just the way it is and i it doesn't make any sense for me to become a day trader like it just doesn't and for anyone listening out there <laughs> if you've got like if you're if you're good like with your income 
I mean, I guess you could become a day trader for fun, I suppose. But like, I wouldn't love it. <laughs> no, it's it, just like it's uh, it's very glamorized on Twitter and you know in the trading communities. Oh, I make this much money a day just trading from home, but. It's very stressful. You do need to put a lot of hours into it to perfect it or you're not going to be successful. You're not going to be profitable. And I think for 90% of the people listening to my show and just out there in general, day trading's not the best way to go. So I appreciate you kind of veering the conversation off a little bit um, and kind of getting that in there. Is there anything else before we move on that you think my audience should know just about cleaning up audio, you know, quick and dirty kind of kind of deal no i think you nailed it um audacity is a great tool for that sort of thing um like you said it comes with great um great presets and settings that just do things that help really quickly um anyone who's interested in taking it like to the next level or they're just like they just want to try something new and they have a little money to spend on gear and stuff like feel free to like hit me up and i can like specifically recommend things um or 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 resources um but otherwise yeah um that that workflow is 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 a solid one you know GarageBand again i i, I should have mentioned too like these these plugins have presets in in garage as well so that's another thing i should point out like i was talking more specifically about like what to do in eq but you know there's presets like vocal is is a preset i'm pretty sure i haven't used it but um, these these free or really inexpensive tools can really step it up. And it's just basically, I mean, I guess this podcast could be really short and I could just simply start off by saying don't just use your laptops or your iPhone headphones and just start there. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's a great start. And I think that like that alone will take you from just absolute dog shit quality audio to at least something that people can sit through and listen to. Um, and then the guest has to use, um, you know, laptop microphones and, and headphones and, and whatnot. Like that's okay. But like it's, there's something about the host, right? Like a host's voice, you know, being the best it can be, um, especially on the diamond, you do not need to spend more than a hundred dollars. Like you don't. Thank you. That's, I, I appreciate that. Everyone's kind of balling on a budget at the moment. You know, it's, been a rough couple years since 17 uh and i think we see that in the market and uh so for you to just be like hey you don't need to spend more than 100 uh is great to hear i always like people because people reach out to me you know it's like I, I have very limited income but i'm trying to start a little something on the side to help supplement that income you know how can i start how much do i need that kind of thing and it's good to know that i can go out tell people hey we have a guy who does audio for a living saying you can do it for as little as a hundred dollars. And that's a great start. Um, Incredible. So yeah, no, I, I thank you for walking us through some of those small, small things that they can do. Obviously if it's a bigger production, there are people like you that my audience, I can reach out to, to really clean it up and take you to the next level, which I think is something that a lot of people are on the cusp of. They, you know, they do it themselves but they want to take it to the next level, uh, which is kind of why I also wanted to have you on. Um, and, you know, you've got your little side hustle. And I always like to ask, you know, is there anything you're most excited for in the coming 12 months? Do you plan of, on kind of growing this business out at all? Do you have any big plans for the future? What's going on in your life? Oh, yeah, things 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 in this avenue are looking really good. Um, and I'm just, I'm just stoked to 
to be to be where I'm at. I'm really thankful. Um, I'm not like I'm <laughs> I'm not like making six figures or anything fancy like that, but um, I'm making five, which is cool. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, five figures is great. Five figures, but um, no, no, it's just it's just exciting to continue you know, on this journey. I never, you know not everybody gets to to be in the position I'm in. So I'm just I'm just enjoying the ride um, and just trying to make the most of it and, and savor it um, in regards to, um, you know, helping people out who are interested in starting up. Um, you know, like I said, anyone can hit me up and I, I, I'm not going to like charge for giving tips and feedback um, at all. But if anyone is interested in like, you know, me going through and doing an EQ pass or a mixing pass or anything like that, delivering audio for you there. Um, there's really inexpensive options that don't take a lot of my time. Um, and, um, and they can definitely like upgrade, upgrade things for you. The thing that does take time that is a little more cost costly is editing. Editing is one of those things that like oh. takes time. Yeah. And <laughs> If you're a starving podcaster, like I, I mean, the best thing to do is go ahead and edit yourself for more than one reason. One of them is that you did the podcast, so you kind of already have a heads up on like where to do your editing, and you can definitely save a coin by doing the editing yourself. But yeah, um, as far as being excited about the future, um, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm just trying to kind of keep the same the same road going. Um, it's a little stressful to be doing <laughs> uh, contract type work and 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 gig to gig type work but um, so far so good i'm really glad to hear that man and uh i just want to throw in that podcast editing is the bane of my existence i absolutely hate going through listening to it back cutting it up you know putting it together nicely uh and i don't know if my audience has noticed but i've stopped doing that pretty much i'll still go through it and you know cut out the awkward silences um, that kind of thing, but I've taken a much more hands-off approach. It's kind of just go with the flow, let it happen, uh, see where it goes. Because uh, I, I, it's like you know, it takes an hour, thirty minutes to an hour to record. It then takes another thirty minutes to an hour to listen through the whole thing to make sure you didn't miss anything and chop it all up. And I am, yeah, I'm done with that. You know, so like it, to put it into somebody else's hands would probably be a better call for me. I know there are people who value their time a lot. And so I think that's where it really matters. Um, but again, like you were saying, if you're trying to save some coin, do it yourself. It's not that hard. Uh, again, Audacity allows you to chop it up, put it back together, uh, mix different audio clips. Uh, so I highly recommend them just because I'm using them. Um, so thank you. I'm you know, very excited for you. It sounds like you're kind of stoked on life and living life to the fullest at the moment. Um, before we end, I always like to get the biggest tip, you know, and I wanted to ask you for your biggest tip and resource. You mentioned GarageBand. I mentioned Audacity. Uh, so just biggest tip for anyone out there who's, you know, doing anything that involves audio. Yeah, biggest tip. Um, going back to consistency going back to getting that getting that microphone even if it's just a blue to start um and then to upgrade later is, is totally in the cards but um yeah think about what your time is worth and um if you're if like like you were just saying it takes time to do the recording it takes time to do the editing so what is your time worth to you um and 
go ahead and compare your audio quality to others um, and, you know, reach out if you have any questions. Those are the, those are just like the simplest things, but, you know, don't feel like you have to flounder alone and like, um, <laughs> just get it, just get it out there to get it out there. Like, feel free to, to hit some people up. And, and I mean, you say this all the time, like you're, you're, you're always like, my DMs are open, hit me up if you have any questions. And that's, that's, this community is awesome for that. Yeah, um, so. it really is, man. Uh, I, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, it's just one of those things where we have where we have something that other industries don't have, and it's like a small kind of like tight knit group of people here that are that are supporting each other. So take advantage of that. Oh yeah, I I love it. I like you know at first when I was starting down my path, the cryptocurrency path, I kept to myself a lot. I didn't ask a lot of questions. I felt embarrassed to ask questions almost because uh, I didn't want to look stupid. But I've slowly come to realize that we're all kind of trying to figure it out and we're all willing to help each other with the knowledge that we do know. Uh, so if anyone reaches out to me about podcasting, I am more than happy to help. I'm sure you're more than happy to help if people reach out about audio questions because we all kind of want to see each other grow and thrive and make money in this you know, very new industry. Um, but just circling back on the consistency one, I really want to drill that into people's heads as well so when I was starting you know I would I kind of now sit I have my mic in this one specific spot I sit exactly where I sit I might change it up a little now that you've talked about this whole pencil or pen thing but um, I kind of try to keep my voice at a consistent level I look at my mixer I like come in like right in the middle of it uh, so it's not too high and then my biggest thing when I first started was I wasn't messing with my guest to start and now I try to, you know, mess with it a little bit so that we both come in at the same level and it's consistent. And I think that's what's really, you know, made my job easier on the backside or the end side of things when I'm actually in there editing the audio. Uh, so I, I can't stress that enough. I hate listening to podcasts where, you know, the first episode, some, sometimes, you know, I won't listen to it as they come out, you know, twice a week, I'll get behind or something like that. And then I'll go through and listen to like five of them at once and to hear this up and down and then it gets quiet and then it's very loud. The next episode, it's very annoying. Uh, and I, I know my audio is probably like that. So it's something that I need to work on. Uh, but the consistency truly is key here. So I, I'm glad you brought that one up, man. Yeah, it helps. It helps. Um, I, it's, it's funny. It's just audio, but it's, it's amazing how, like how much you can talk about just one topic. Um, right. like like holy smokes there's so much to unpack like there's even like you can put a compressor compressor on the input gain of microphone as well to limit those like surprise loud moments um and they won't distort um and it, there's like all these little there's there's more tricks there's there's other tricks too so i guess one more thing i'll throw out there is if you're noticing like hey sometimes like it sounds distorted when it's loud or sometimes like i can't i don't understand why this is always too quiet like even if it's like a weird question like that that you might think is a dumb question like ask there's probably a solution yeah definitely and i i there is so much more to this that we haven't talked about clearly um but again like i always say i try to use my episodes as a jumping off point a beginning a starting point uh and then we're available myself and the guest are usually available after the fact if anyone has any questions and that's where you can kind of take it one step further uh, and continue to grow. So I really, I do appreciate you taking the time. It's been a good one. I know it's going to help me. Hopefully my audience hears an improvement in my audio going forward. 
Uh, so again, thank you so much. Before we end, is there anything else that you want my audience to know? Uh, I'm a weirdo, and if you're into that, uh, my Twitter handle is Walt Season. That's Alt Season with a W. Perfect. I every single episode I have my guest's Twitter in the description. So for anyone listening, if you vibe with a certain somebody, you can go back. You can find their Twitter in the description. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted me to include? I'm gonna try to include you said you were going to look for some maybe mics that we can include in the bottom i can maybe try to find a youtube video that walks you through um audacity i don't know if you have a garage band one that we can kind of put in there as well but anything else that you want me to include yeah that uh, we'll, we'll 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 put something together it'll be great awesome again and- again really appreciate it yeah, totally. It's, it's a it's a passion of mine. So there we go. Super. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I remember we had talked about uh, this prior where you said you would help me with the audio that we recorded for our episode. So I'm going to send this over my audience, you know, as you're listening to this, if you like the sound quality of it, if you think there's been a drastic improvement from previous episodes, I highly encourage you to hit up Walt. Uh, and I, I think he does great work. So that's my little Walt Schill for everybody. Um, And again, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right. That wraps up another episode. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I just want to take a quick second to remind you to leave us a review and subscribe to the show. We would greatly appreciate it if you did. And we look forward to seeing you next episode.